0: Hey everybody! You've reached the Mayfair podcast. I'm
1: Eric. I'm Anya. And hey, this is Josh. We're on a fancy new podcast recording for dummies. It's really cool. You press crazy. like one button and you go.
0: There's so many storylines happening right now. Like I wanted none of you to, know about yet. <laughs> I
1: wanted to press play because we were crashing the Dell computer company <laughs> because my computer died, which is relatively brand new. Yeah. And I don't do anything on my computer. And then Anya said she had some kind of Bing virus, or the Mayfair computer yeah. did. And I said, the Bing was showing up on my computer. (laughs) The Bing. And the only way I know Bing is a comedian I really like named Jonah Ray did Bing advertising for a while. Oh, man. And all his friends made fun of him. So that's the only way (laughs) I know Bing. Yeah, but that check must have been pretty nice. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: the only way you do Bing-related. No offense, I guess. Except, no. No offense. I'm saying it. Bing screwed two computers. We were getting
1: Bing.
2: We still get Bing. I went in the Google Chrome settings. I uninstalled Chrome, reinstalled Chrome, and still... I'll Google something and then the Google page pops up and then like three seconds later, boom, the Bing results come up. And I've tried to see if I could block Bing, because like, I'm sorry, no one likes Bing. (laughs)
0: Bing is like a bad ex-boyfriend.
1: It's 100% what my computer has. 100%. Oh shoot, the Bing virus. Well, I noticed on this computer too, I'll be doing something like just making up poster slugs or actually, you know, it's when I'm making up video for the slideshow or something. 50 things will come up on the side and it's all stuff like Christian single mingles, and I'm like, I am neither single (laughs) or Christian. Yeah,
0: or ready to mingle.
1: Yes,
2: (laughs) or single lady three miles away, like stuff that's like,
1: only three miles. And I'm fairly confident none of us. Because everyone has a computer at home, so I'm fairly yeah. confident no one here is, like, looking over their shoulder and being like, I'm doing my secret of dating here. Yeah, yeah. Like, now I'll check Bing. what <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I wanted here. <laughs> the, the Bing dynasty. That's what so, we run here. Well, I gotta tell my friend James that. It's the Bing. It's the Bing. Just send him and Bing. <laughs>
0: Bing virus.
2: How do I get rid of this Bing virus? Because now it's on the... I'll see if and, I can find it. Computer, like, computer. And you
1: can't Google
0: it on the computer you're trying to fix, because then Bing will be like, what are you doing, Dave? <laughs> like, I, didn't no. think Bing, I thought Bing was, like, Gone. Is that is it gone? I mean, I guess not. Well, I would have said yes,
1: but I've said Bing more in the past two (laughs) minutes than I have. It's kind of a fun word to say, to be honest with you, but I gotta say this before I forget. Last week or the week before, you were supposed to be on the podcast and had to flee in the eleventh hour because you were going to. I called it a rock and roll drag show. I said I had worked a really great drag show, and you were upset. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we couldn't think of any names. He was like Trinity Taylor.
2: Yeah, I wrote it down. Or it's Trinity the Tuck now. She she changed her name.
1: Trinity the Tuck and Derek Barry. Okay, which one is the Britney Spears one?
2: (laughs) Derek Barry. Barry.
1: Okay, so they were both genuinely damn talented. Okay, the Britney Spears one was insane. Yeah, and I was asking dumb guy questions in the most <laughs> polite way I could.
2: Wait, you spoke with Derek?
1: No, no, no. But I was speaking oh, with like, man, you like, like, okay. on like, oh, oh, like you know. I'm gonna cry. But I was just like, and there's no way to say this without sounding awful. But it was just like he looked exactly like a woman. Right? Is that shading? Is that an actual appliance? I was trying to be as neutral oh and like God. you know as possible.
2: So, so like some queens will have a breastplate, which is kind of just like fig boobs and it usually starts at like the neck so that's usually why they wear like the big necklaces is to show mm. hide that oh, line whatever. and Wouldn't it's like big, a big silicone like breastplate Those that are must really have expensive been and then other queens will just do shading so like you know how people contour yeah. faces they'll do the contouring so that it looks from a distance it really looks like mm. they have breasts but
0: you convince Josh and <laughs> from a distance
2: <laughs> or other people what they'll do is they'll just wear like a padded they'll like stuff a bra and then they'll do the shading on top so that it looks like they have, like, a boot crack, but they're just right. wearing a bra, because, like, the breastplates are so expensive. Maybe. Well, because I remember that...
1: I guess it... Was it... Well, you know, CG has been around for a while, but the movie 300... Yeah. I heard Gerard Butler making fun of himself, saying he was in good shape, but his abs were also makeup. Yeah. And they kind of go in and put yeah. on... So, you know, you can do anything. Well, that's in <laughs> film, but this was live. But her performance... I would say was probably on par with the actual Britney Spears's. Yeah. Like like if you were like, I'm going to pay to see Britney in Vegas or her, I would go with the impersonator. Yeah, her <laughs> right <here. laughs> You know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Man. If
2: yeah. I'm not mistaken, like I think Derek Barry. anyway, on RuPaul's Drag Race, I think Derek was just doing the contouring. Yeah. Depending on the outfit.
1: So what was the show you went to recently? Right. Alyssa Edwards. Another big shot? Yes. See, well, I don't know anybody's name. Alyssa age. Edwards is, is kind
2: of known because everyone laughed at her so much because she was just she, kind of a joke. Okay. So I love you, Alyssa, if you're listening <laughs> so to yeah, this. Past, Probably not. not but but she, good, like, she, <clears>
1: she soldiered through. Yeah, and is she now. the Bing of
0: drag queens? Is that what you're
2: saying? <laughs> 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 I wouldn't go that far, but it's just like there's so many memes or gifs, you know, uh, okay. on the internet. Mm-hmm. There's, okay. there's so many that are just like Alyssa Edwards' faces. And, like, there's a lot of times where she thought that she was really good when, yeah. like... Uh, Some would say not so much. Exactly. That's, um, so
0: I probably know her face then without even knowing
2: maybe, that I know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I kind of. I'm into this meme culture as <laughs> we call it.
2: It was funny because like I felt bad going to the show with my sister. We were both unsure because we weren't like her number one fans. We just <sighs> laughed about her. Apparently nobody was. So oh. we're going to the show like. Are we going to be the only ones that laugh at her? Or, like, Ugh. you know, we were kind of unsure, but then it opens with a video of just this compilation of all of Lex's moments. Like where she fails? Just, yeah. Okay, the Alyssa fails. Yeah, okay. so we were like, okay. So okay. she's
0: embraced it then. This yes, okay. very much so. Okay. She's
2: doing a tour. I guess you
0: kind of have, like, the Tommy
1: wiseau esque. I was just going to say, like, are you watching it the same way we watch a Neil Breen movie? Is it, like,
2: <laughs> well, so no. bad it's good? The quality has definitely gone up since her right. days at RuPaul Drag Race. And, like, she has her own TV show on Netflix now. Dancing Queens, because uh, oh Alyssa Edwards out of Drag is a dance coach. Has her own their own school and okay. teaches death like dance competitions. so Damn. that's the
1: most incredible thing about our pop culture right now <laughs> is the embracing of stuff that not too long ago in the grand scheme of the universe was complete outcast oh yeah and now rupaul walks into a room and everyone just bursts into tears mm-hmm. like santa just walked in or something <laughs> yeah. you know like he's an icon he's a hero you know yeah. and he's going on tour too isn't he are you going to that did yeah. i see that
2: yeah, like, so the it'll be, be a little
1: more expensive, I guess.
2: Ottawa is not on the um... world tour, so we have to go to Montreal. But we're yeah. the capital.
1: He should come to Blues Fest. Yeah, oh good. man, that
0: actually would do great. Yeah, yeah I would think, like, because there'd be the old curmudgeons who turn up their
1: noses, but that actually that would be, would be yeah. pretty packed. Does he? Does because he, he sings too, right? He has an album, right? But well, it,
2: technically, if we're talking about RuPaul and Drag, it's she. She, yes, there she we go. Has, just Damn so it, so Josh! He,
1: no, I saw rupaul do an interview with alec baldwin of all people because alec baldwin i know sometimes he's a monster (laughs) but he he does a really good new york city radio show that is available in podcast form and i listen to it and i'm a big new york nerd so i feel like i'm in new york when i listen to it (laughs) and he talks to people from the orchestra and he talks to politicians he talks to celebrities so then it didn't last very long but they did six or eight episodes of a like an old-timey 1970s-style talk show oh. where it was him and another person. And the only thing missing was, like, everybody smoking cigarettes. R- like like video or still? Best? On video. It okay. was basically his podcast with cameras. Because I, th- I heard about that. It was and good. It, but, and it just disappeared, Yeah, I guess. But he did one episode with RuPaul. And Alec Baldwin is this, like, 60-year-old gruff white guy. Mm-hmm. Very nicely basically tiptoed his way and he's like... I'm going to stick my foot in my mouth and I don't mean to. Probably several times. <laughs> several times. And RuPaul perfectly just said, here's the catch. If you're asking a question from a point of curiosity right. and a point of general interest and kindness, and you say, I'm really sorry. I don't know whether to call you he or she. I don't know yeah. whether you're called this or that. It's fine. If you do it in anger with a finger pointed in my face, that's all different. Yeah. you know. And I love that little interview because I was like, oh, yeah. Because if I go to somebody... And say, "I'm sorry. Are you this or that? That's fine. But if I if my arms are crossed and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah.
0: like, I don't like you, you know? Ha. Yeah. And so, we know you too, so we know like where you're coming from. Yeah. And it would be
1: hilarious to have someone <laughs> yeah. like this
0: jerk, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
1: no, no, he's nice. But like RuPaul, is, his empire or her empire <laughs> is staggering now. Oh yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when that career started, it was I would say much more kitsch and much more oh yeah alternative, mm-hmm. and now." Sponsoring products, mainstream TV, oh man, all this stuff, tours, Just and all, a really... all of
2: the queens that were on the show are now doing their tours. Like.
1: And this kind of elder statesman, wise person who's yeah. so great for the that community and every community of just kind of being this totem. I'm surprised there hasn't been a RuPaul biopic yet. You know, it's gotta be coming. Like, like that's gonna be incredible. Like, a Martin Scorsese directed. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I don't know if it just, like, they think it needs more time.
0: Like, if that's five, ten years away or what. Like, I don't know how. I don't know. know. Like, it seems like we only get those when the person's, like, almost dead or dead. I mean, I don't um, want that. RuPaul's been around. Yeah, it weirds me. And I used to think when I first saw the title, because I I never really had cable. I mean, I did for a few years once I moved (sighs) here, but I remember seeing RuPaul's Drag Race. And I swear, I thought that it was a racing show where Uh. they all built cars and then raced each other, maybe in drag. And yeah. obviously I feel stupid now, like, but still, I was like, that show sounds amazing, by the way. I think Gwen's dad has that story
1: of, <laughs> of like, ooh, a drag... Yeah, like of, drag oh, racers. Wait, where's the
0: car? Yeah, you know? like, well, just, I'll <laughs> like, give it another 20 minutes.
1: But then yeah. if they don't start building a car, I'm going to be a little <laughs> thrown off. We screened Hedwig. Actually, it was for my friend's wedding present, but we screened it a while back. And sadly, I think it's somewhere, like, out of distribution at the moment. Mm. But that movie is just... So- I think it's coming here soon as a live thing. Yeah. So- I thought I saw an ad for that somewhere. Yeah, not a big... Not, like, at the NAC, but maybe, no. like, the Gladstone or something like that. I would like to see that live. Yeah. No, that would work. And uh, and RuPaul
0: uh, had a really great uh, role on Broad City in the, the last season. Like, oh, a I didn't couple, see Yeah, yeah. Just a couple... Like, I... Uh, like. Like a bit more than a cameo, but just really excellent and great for people who have no idea who he or she is. You yeah, know? It was just great. Yeah. Cause yeah, like it's just to have, be able to infiltrate the culture so deeply at this point is just so
1: awesome. And it's all those, like when I was a, when I was a shy, fat, little geeky 12 year old and I was just at the age where I was reading stuff. I like, think a lot of nerds are like this, reading stuff above your age mm. like just starting Stephen King you know when I was oh, in like man. junior high oh yeah. yeah but when I was like in junior high or early high school I really liked Clive Barker because at the time I was watching Hellraiser on VHS and yeah. that kind of thing and I was in a magazine shop and I went "Ooh, Clive Barker and I picked up the magazine and I'm like looking at it and nothing stood out out of the ordinary for my little 12 13 year old brain here we go and I closed it and it was, and I forget the exact title, but it was essentially like Gay Monthly Magazine or something. Yeah. And even though I was a nice kid who didn't hate anybody, there's yeah. just that little kid thing of I did a little like, oh. Are you like, I, I <laughs> like, touched it. Oh, what am I? What, is yeah. And then your mom walks in at that exact yeah. second and just like, Josh, what are you reading? You're like, no, it's not. It's like that. Yeah. But it's stuff like that of when you're a kid and you start having a hero yeah. who happens to be gay, mm-hmm. who's out of the closet. And you go, yep, yeah, I like them. I'll probably like other gay people, yeah. bit, you know? So, yeah, I think that every time I see RuPaul, you know, befriending grumpy old Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh,
0: and that's, that's fascinating, you know? I, I, I didn't know that about Clive Barker for the longest time either. And it didn't, you know, by the time I found out, it was just sort of like, okay, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But it's crazy to me. To, so, there's so many Hellraiser fans who probably, you know, struggle with that even still. And are just sort of like, oh, I don't know, you know, like they don't they don't like... Associating the two things we're right. just like you lo- like look at his work you know like it's oh, just yeah. all the parallels are there and it's well, like well if
1: you ever meet him he's the most lovely you can't help but say stereotype of a getting older now super gay yeah. super British like John Waters you know oh, <laughs> <like that laughs> yeah, kind, yeah, where he's just yeah. like
0: the most delightful dude who's lived such an insanely awesome life and yeah. given so much awesome art to the world
1: well it's like If you don't like John Waters, uh, we're not friends. It's true. Like, I honestly don't know anyone I've ever heard who's like,
0: I hate John Waters.
1: Well, my favorite Simpsons episode is John Waters. (laughs) So,
0: and he's not, it's not even like a role, you know? Like, he's just
1: like, they're just like, do you want to come in and be yourself for an episode? That's one of the ongoing pedestal dreams for the Mayfair is to have John Waters come and do one of his live shows. I don't know if I know it co- one it cost a fortune oh god I'm sure so it, w- it would be like the first time we would have $40 tickets yeah the other thing I don't know if we're too small because I don't know if he usually does like a thousand seat venue, like an NAC type thing maybe? Yeah, yeah I don't know I don't know if he would if we said if you did like a 7 and 9 o'clock show would that be worth it you know yeah he tours all the time.
0: Yeah, and that's so it's so hard with that because it's like it has to be worth it for us because you know we're not just doing it for the fun. Some of yeah. the times it's for the fun, but when it's that expensive, you're like well, also it's for the breaking even.
1: That's what happened with Kevin Smith, where Kevin Smith actually said to somebody in person or on the internet, "Why haven't I been to the Mayfair yet?" Like he knows we're out there, yeah, because we screened Tusk and we screened Red State, you know, mm-hmm. like so we've screened his more recent stuff. But he came to he came to Ottawa yeah. uh, Centerpoint, okay, which is I don't know twice the size more than the Mayfair yeah so it purely became that like if he goes there and charges $40 a ticket that would mean he'd have to charge like $80 a ticket here and that wouldn't fly and we would have to
0: sell it almost to make it worthwhile
1: yeah it's always the danger of that kind of stuff yeah and it's great I mean it's he's doing his thing we're doing our thing either way but like sure that would be cool because when we have Greg come by it works but it's not sold out every night no but you know we charge a little bit more for tickets he sells a couple books you know and it's Okay, yeah. you know it, it's worth the while.
0: I love it, like, cause it's just he can just chill in the lobby and nobody harasses him or anything like that. You know, or, or you know, he will with people here and there, but it's not like he's being like mobbed constantly. Like, it's, my goal now too
1: is to get the I totally forget his name, the new Chewbacca. Yeah, Greg Man. Junus...
0: Uh, and there's others Yeah, It's a really long
1: last Because You guys can look on the internets we posted Lee somehow got him to do <laughs> uh, his room impersonation Were you there for that? No, it's... I was in the building, but I wasn't there <laughs> and So Lee somehow said, do a room like, I think Lee's met him three or four times now He must have So I think they are acquaintances Yeah, And now. the guy's like, ah oh, jeez, here yeah, we go he's okay. it's like, Here comes that guy
2: Lee had invited him, Lee saw him Saturday and, like chatting with him and stuff like that and he told him hey we're playing The Room tonight and he invited him and he was like yeah I'll try to make it out and then like later in the day Lee was like tonight eh yeah. so <laughs> like, oh, I'm kind of tired and like Lee I
1: can't
0: imagine why he'd be tired with thousands of people chewbacke all day long that makes more sense though at least because there's a time because I was like how the hell does that come up to a point where you're just like you know The Room you know this line Yeah. can you say it so that we can have a thing and he's like I
1: guess see we have to get because Greg is working on another film mm-hmm. Greg has to put Junus in his oh, movie I mean, he could be in a horror movie as he's like a cool tall, cameo
0: yeah yeah kind of scary potentially
1: yeah I don't know where he lives though I think he might live <laughs> far. not in Los Angeles <laughs> really yeah yeah I mean he's gotta be through there
0: from time to time so we really yeah. have to like it's a tight window but yeah I mean he'd be perfect for that kind of movie because
1: his Star Wars gig is potentially done I right? was thinking that I was <laughs> like, like
0: oh it's so cool you're Chewbacca and then I was like oh wait a minute yeah, that, it's, you're dead. yeah I think you're
1: not really doing anything after that
0: there's goodwill built up maybe I don't know yeah
1: okay we're gonna where are yeah. we at we're good we're still good let's talk about movies May 17th through 23rd 2019 it's a busy week Rocky Horror Picture show oh man almost May 2 24. We still have Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yay! yeah. We, we need to get june S to do a Rocky Horror thing yeah. next, next yeah. time Lee sees him. We can't talk about Rocky Horror too much because Anya gets emotional at it's the true. thought of Fox <laughs> ruining her life. Yeah, but it's it's been good so far. It's good so I far. I think
2: it's tattooed on my body, but yeah. Like, what,
1: screw yeah. you, Fox? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. I gotta
1: yeah. remind myself. <laughs> so, Rocky Horror Picture Show. We do have a booked the rest of the year, so hopefully we can play it the rest of the year. Oh, I hope at least October. We got to get that one more they October at least. October. Come on. We have the premiere of a movie called Censored, which is an interesting little beast. It's yeah. basically a clip show. It's like a 65-minute clip show of Stuff, what's the dates? Stuff banned it was in like a 71 65 to 71 or something. Oh, 58 to 71.
0: Jeez, oh, the 58 Bonus. stuff would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be like, and she was showing too much ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always something I'll be like, okay, <laughs> like, yeah. So it's Australia, is
1: it just Australian
0: film? that? It's, yeah, okay. so
1: just what was censored in Australia. Gotcha. And this filmmaker, Sari Brathwaite, does this kind of stuff like art through collage, yeah. kind of stuff. And because it's a short film we have it is a feature it's like 65 minutes but the production company or the distributor tagged on four short films from a different filmmaker named Bill Morrison that are of the same kind of thing they sounded
0: awesome I wouldn't I was just looking at this last night and I was like
1: what this sounds amazing I love just the trailer and you just it's interesting to see what was banned in the 50s 60s 70s yeah whereas now it would be like oh that's nothing you know even you watch horror movies in the 80s that were R and you watch them now and you're like uh, it's, that's not scary it's really anymore. Like Psycho was cut, you know, oh, by yeah. a bit, and
0: you're you just yeah. And it's, it's like I sort of get that from that time period, but yeah, you're just like okay, this is literally nothing now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> completely opposite side of the spectrum. How to Train Your Dragon Three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great intro on that one.
1: You've heard so much about Game of <laughs> Thrones. Thrones. Come out and see. It's just like that. Dragon yeah. Three. This is, every time I leave town, I miss something I really want to see at the Mayfair. It's the dragon one, right? It's the dragon okay. one, Yes, <laughs> How to Train Dragon 1 or 2 are great, and this is by the same filmmaker. Yeah. The first two are both Oscar-nominated, not that that Jeez. means anything, because movies are cool without Oscar nominations. Of course. But what I liked about this franchise is, unlike, say, Simpsons, these characters age, and that's really rare for a cartoon. Yeah. Where the main character that Jay Baronchell plays. I've seen the trailer for this and he's got like a beard. So he's gone from whatever age 12 or 14 in the first one yeah. to a grown up and that's rare. I didn't even know he, he was in it. Yeah he's, he's the guy. <laughs> that's he's like, crazy. He's the central character. Well that changes everything. But yeah we have that for matinees for this weekend. For everyone but Josh. <laughs> for everyone but me. <laughs> then we have Carmine Street Guitars, another movie I really want to see. Yeah, that
0: looked awesome as well. I was like, man, where are we
1: pulling this stuff out of? This one is by a filmmaker named Ron Mann, who, amongst many other accomplishments, in around 87 or 88, so I was just a little kid, he did a movie called Comic Book Confidential.
2: Oh, yeah. And
1: it was before Batman hit, before this age now, where it's every TV show and movie and video game is about comic books, and it was about comic books. And it was about mainstream stuff and indie stuff if I remember correctly, I saw it at the Bytown and then it was on TVO and stuff like that. Man. So that's where I will always have a soft spot in my nerd heart for this guy because yeah. he did a comic book movie when comic books were really not cool. Like literally the same year Hellraiser came out. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is <laughs> kind of wild to think of it. That'll, see, no, I have to see that. I'm not
0: sure if I've actually seen that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, And it's the kind of movie where you could likely track it down at the library yeah or the YouTube even like I mean if it yeah. was on TVO oh, I would imagine it's yeah. out there or that what's that app well I don't want to talk about it there's an app that you <laughs> Some can watch sort of library app. movies on yeah you who know? would watch movies not here Canopy yes Canopy not that we've heard of it never heard of it do such <laughs> <things>. <laughs>
0: don't watch it but yeah homemade guitars basically that's how that's my yeah. review of that movie homemade
1: guitars so how awesome must that be and like a lot of documentaries like this it's filled with a whole bunch of if you're a music nerd it's just filled with a bunch of cool yeah. guitarists coming to get their guitars fixed. And one, <laughs> and one, they, were, they had a list on the poster of the people in it, and it was like, Kirk Douglas. And I was like, what? <laughs> what?
0: And it's <laughs> yeah. like a guy named... It's from the roots, I think. It is not the, like, 100-year-old actor. 110-year-old. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, jeez. Uh, what's next? The High Life. Another movie I really want to see. <laughs> we only play good movies at the Mayfair. <laughs> Didn't Lee do this to screw you over? Probably. It's like, when are you gone again? It's like,
2: oh yeah. oh, yeah. It was only today when I took out the poster for High Life that I realized what kind of movie it was. For some reason, just because marijuana... Oh, here we go. Stuff (laughs) like that. I assumed that High Life was probably going to be something... Like Like a Seth Rogen
0: movie? Kind (laughs) of. And
2: then I saw the post and I was like, oh, a baby's hand. I was like, oh no. (laughs)
0: The baby's got a joint (laughs) in his hand. What kind of movie is this?
2: So yeah, definitely not what I was expecting. It's definitely a good quality movie. It's like a... A24, isn't it?
1: Yeah. They do all kinds of good stuff. Everyone's favorite. It's a father-daughter highbrow sci-fi movie. Yeah starring Robert Pattison, who I really like, Mm -hmm. and I'm so proud of, because, (laughs) man, like, you know, nothing wrong with taking a gig. Yeah. But he did those Twilight movies, (laughs) got some good paychecks. Both he and his co-star have really thrived as doing these cool independent movies. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing it eventually, because I really like him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad that he wasn't typecast and just didn't have to do vampire romance movies for the rest oh, of his life.
0: Yeah, there can't be that many. He's and like, you
1: see him in real life and he's like this kind of quiet, shy, cigarette smoking boy, yeah. you know, like doesn't like the public eye. And you know, and again, nothing wrong with taking a gig, but no. it would have been a shame if that he was like, Well, I got money now, but I can't do anything cool. <laughs> no.
0: I mean, yeah, well we'll always have good time. In which he
1: did play oh, a high so kind of I guy. Guess, so yeah. to tie into that a little bit, but I think he's doing something else with that team. With the good time guys. He was so dirty and greasy <laughs> so in that movie. That movie is just like... Just sitting there uncomfortable going... Crime doesn't pay. Crime doesn't yeah, pay. I'll good. never do anything bad ever, I promise. <laughs> and you're like, oh, great camera angle. Like, Crime doesn't pay. Ten times in the movie where they almost change their mind. You're like, you... no no, no. Do it. get worse. Please don't do this. Another movie I really want to see. <laughs> this one is fascinating to me. It's called Amazing Grace. Oh, man, yeah. So, Sidney Pollack, who is an actor and a filmmaker... He won two Academy Awards for Out of Africa. Right, right. And did a bunch of other stuff. In 1972, I don't know if it was 71 or 72, but somewhere around then, he recorded, like in a day, the recording of an Aretha Franklin gospel album. So it was supposed to be a simple little documentary about the -the behind-the-scenes making album. So I got to look this up. I don't know why, but the footage was unusable. And they basically went, oh, it's all screwed up. The sound doesn't work they stuck it on a shelf and were like, oh well, that was a waste of a day. The end. The end. (laughs) But it was like in the rumblings of music nerds. You know, they knew this happened. And the album came out and the album was a big hit, this big gospel Aretha Franklin album. So, cut to decades later, like almost 50 years later, the technology was around to fix it. So (laughs) another filmmaker, after Pollock's death, came back, fixed everything up. And now this long lost movie is getting released. So although it's tagged as a twenty eighteen movie, it's a seventy-two movie. And it was something about the sound, like the sound was all screwed up or was out of sync or something weird. For decades they thought it would never be fixed. I can't believe it exists. I know. Like
0: like, why would they have even kept that if they thought it
1: was screwed? Like I can't believe I love this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's this that I love about digital cinema. People were really upset about film dying and everything, but I'm like, silver lining. This is really neat. Film, yeah.
0: in some ways, film is being saved. Oh, for sure. Like, I get it from both perspectives, but something like this is just nuts. Like, is there? So, there's no like wraparound stuff. I don't believe so. I think it's, it's straight up. It's,
1: it's straight up the movie you would have seen in the mid '70s if you went to a cinema Holy to see it. Shit. Yeah, that's so insane. cool. Ooh, and it's yeah, and it's supposed to be like one of the best albums ever recorded, and all that kind of stuff. So that's that that extremely short story, but they just found
0: some Bob Marley tapes that was very similar. Uh, okay. that Rolling Stones had a mobile studio that they built for themselves to record in but then they started leasing it out to musicians to try to get their money back and then they the same thing like they just found these tapes that of bob marley and the whalers from like the 70s that they were like oh gone forever never gonna find them again and they just found them on a shelf and they're now auctioned off and they're gonna be coming out eventually and it's just that, that i find that fascinating too where you're like oh gone forever and you're like wait yeah. no nope, <laughs> here it is
1: everyone can enjoy it because a lot of times there's these horror stories of People just didn't care about stuff. Yeah. And like taking plastic animation cells from Disney and they would take a sponge <sighs> and clean off the paint and ink from the animations because they would take a you know a paper drawing, put the cell on top, hand ink over it, hand paint over it, mm. take a picture, repeat <sighs> a billion times. Yeah. So to save money, they would take the cell, clean the paint off of it, and oh, reuse no. the cell. Yeah. Oh. And that's why there's so little animation art from like Fantasia yeah. and 101 Dalmatians and Pinocchio because uh-huh. they just recycled it. Where now, everything's a treasure, you oh, know? Right, like yeah. That stuff, oh, you don't even want to put a price on what that no, would have been like. And every once in a while, you hear these stories of like, oh, we looked in a basement filing cabinet in Disney and we found this. It's That's this great age of, whether it be weird Agfa movies yeah. or an Aretha Franklin documentary. Yeah, just in a box. In somewhere. a box, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, there's...
2: <laughs> or, Underneath the swimming pool. Do you remember Dawson City? Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. That's one of my favorite stories.
1: That and that's crazy. Like yeah, that stuff should be gone. Yeah. You know, forever. And we found it. And it just it takes one person.
0: Like it was a, there was a, there was a Hendrix uh, one that was from that same Mobile Studio, but he left it in a cab and it's just gone so like that tape is in a cab well not anymore probably but (laughs) but you're like what happened to that who has that did they keep it will we ever see it it's just it'll drive you nuts
1: at Comic Con this weekend I was chatting with a friend of mine and joking about if I had a time machine Gwen teases me because she knows my three time machine wishes (laughs) dinosaurs go to an early Ramones concert and go back to the early early days of Comic Cons because Jack Kirby who you know co-created Avengers X-Men everything no one cared about saving art and he did so much yeah. he couldn't keep it around so at comic cons he would give it out to kids like Halloween candy oh, oh my god and there'd just be a stack and the oh kid would go like I love X-Men oh here you go Timmy and now that stuff is priceless oh man. and because from his point of view his job was no different than a plumber yeah. you know and so if he's drawing four 20 page books a month like he drew, he drew like a madman yeah and you can't save all that paper, and the powers that be didn't want it, and yeah. you can't really reuse it. So he would give it away. Yeah, just, like,
0: like he could just draw it whenever he wants. So what's, yeah, like, what does it yeah, mean to him to yeah. keep it? <laughs> like, that's insane. Yeah. So that'll pay for the Dinosaur Expedition. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs>
1: and the Ramones tickets will be so cheap. So. Yeah, Ramones will be, be like five bucks each, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Two more things, and then we'll wrap up. Uganda Action Cinema. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. That is this this week. I can't believe I'm missing this. I've, yeah, this I actually is the funniest anti-Josh thing yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> so I think I first saw this, like, on Daily Show or somewhere. I can't remember. Somebody made fun of this yeah. years ago. Because the one movie who killed... Captain Alex. ...is
0: 2010. So... Which is insane. Because you look at it and you're like, okay, this could be
1: 87, 93, uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, like. I think it was Daily Show. It might have been John Oliver on the Daily Show did a segment about... This. Okay. So they're just, if you don't know what these are, they're just, they're from Uganda. They're this cult phenomenon, and they're micro, no-budget, 65-minute features. Like a $100 budget, something like that. Just filled with horrible effects and big imagination and big ambition. (laughs) Big voices. And they keep on winning awards at these weird festivals. (laughs) That may or may not exist. Yeah. But to see it on the big screen, that's the key. You could probably watch this on YouTube. But to see it, hopefully, with a big, adoring crowd on the big screen, yeah. it's going to be Rocky Horror or The Room-esque. Yeah, it's, and I, I was going to come to both, and now
0: the Raptors stupidly made it further in their oh, time no, than no. I thought. So now I have to <laughs> yeah. work both shows, so I'll be able to listen, but yeah. that's like just torture.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of you because I don't follow sports, but it came up on the Twitter feed that the Raptors won <sighs> with a second to go. Oof. And I had this like image of you jumping up and down and falling out a window breaking things the
0: funniest thing is like you know my wife does not like pressure situations like when it's like a tie game you know five seconds left she cannot do it and and cringe comedy she can't do those two things and so I was like kind of jokingly just like two minutes left tie game sweetie a minute left tie game we're down three and she was just like ah don't and then so four seconds left tie game we hit the ball and she actually came in to her credit to watch and then they got the final thing and it bounced literally four times before going in and the yeah. thing had already buzzed and I screamed this is like late enough at night and there's a toddler across the hall that ah, ha, ha.
1: probably got woken up ah, ha, ha, but like come on bud he's gonna thank me in like 10-15 years
0: <laughs> like, was Toronto was nice
1: and Canadian or did they flip cop cars and uh, rob stores nothing really happened yeah people were good good. chill like yeah. like there's they have a thing called Jurassic
0: Park that's like outside the place you know where they play people get to oh, okay. congregate and yeah. they, they call it Jurassic Park and so, like, th- they were losing their minds, but, like, yeah, nobody, it wasn't Vancouver yeah. after they <laughs> lost the cup. Because oh, they're Vancouver. just like, there's still another two rounds left, yeah. ideally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, luckily we were pretty Canadian about it, but it was, without a doubt, the best moment in Raptors history. I told you that you were going to
1: say, of my life. <laughs> no, <laughs> I totally thought. It's, two more rounds yeah, in. It's, it's like my
0: fifth wedding anniversary in <laughs> yeah. two and a half weeks, so it's like, maybe that was pretty good, you know. Is See, there a
1: chance, no wait, how long is this going to last? Is there a chance that game seven of the finals starring the Raptors is going to be on your anniversary? Um, And you'll be a horrible person and have to not. I like, mean, <laughs> maybe. Oh, I don't I want know. That. Okay, that's my... I hope. Probably
0: not. There is awkwardness with various things because I think I have plans on a night that there could be a game seven, but I don't want to be cocky and be like, oh yeah, we'll be playing that game seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either that we'll win or lose. I don't, you know, it's too scary for me. Like I didn't even put in my calendar. We knew the dates games would be if they advanced, but I didn't want to put it in my calendar and jinx myself. So I was like, no, nothing's happening (laughs) until they win. Ah. And then they won and I was scrambling because our schedule came out the next day and I was like, what days do I need off? (laughs) I need to know how to watch Raptors. So, yeah, game one tomorrow, or I mean Wednesday, whenever, I don't know, when people listen to things. But hopefully,
1: by the time you listen to this, they're already going to have one, two games okay. or whatever. Okay, let's wrap this up, because don't tell anybody but we're going to record another podcast right away. And then I have to pretend that I know how the raps did. That's going to be so confusing. Oh, yeah, that's how they're going to be able to tell that we're not really recording it. <laughs> <yet. laughs> it's like he's way too excited, or not excited enough. Yeah. So thanks for listening. We are at MayfairTheatre.ca on the internet facebook twitter instagram go visit our friends at house of targ and we'll see you soon at the mayfair for a bunch of cool movies you'll get to come see a bunch of movies that i can't go see because i'll be in halifax and that's just this one week that's just this one week what could could possibly be coming next week that
0: oh who knows go to see tune
1: in next week yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) okay bye everybody bye Bye. i have seen the future of horror his name is clive barker (laughs) any terror you have imagined a
2: nightmare no.
1: unlike anything you have witnessed is born because within these walls the unholy is unleashed
0: A film by Clive Barker We'll tear your soul apart. <laughs>